Welcome to Shoot the Messengers with Chuck and Red. Straight talk with no filters. Where no topic is too sensitive. If you like your shots with no chasers, this is the podcast for you. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your worldies in the sky for the trellis. For the trellis. Shout out to Kamala Harris for becoming the first black woman VP or oh, nominated. Nominated. Is, it, is that what it's called? Yeah, nomination. Nominated, it's nominated, nominated for VP. It's called a nomination. Yeah, she got nominated or selected. Yeah, elected. selected because she she nominations just don't sound right. It's something. It ain't nomination though. It's really? another word like refer, it's like a referral. She was a referral. <laughs> yeah, she was a referral. Damn, what the fuck you call it? Selecty? Shout out to the first fam, I see you. Yeah, shout out, shout out. <laughs> Yo, that's that's major. Let me tell you though something about it that I um that made me crack up. They all of a sudden, she been black, she been blackity black, black, black. Now all of a sudden, she's the first South Asian. Mm-hmm. I said, what? This bitch ain't been South Asian at all. Ever. Now all of a sudden she's the first black Jamaican. Asian. Right. I'm like, yeah. nah, she she black. Been black, don't always be black. But I see you. Congratulations. Ooh. This is this is major. This is major. It's major. So I'm gonna say this. I do feel this that you could talk about you could talk about your family the way other people can can't talk about your family. Um and so there are certainly things that are being said about uh, Kamala's um, record as right. Attorney General mm-hmm. and how um, and District DA was yeah, she DA? Yeah. yeah she was DA as well yeah. and then yeah, she the rose DA. to Attorney General yeah. in California and uh, how California's three strike law and her enforcement of it really impacted black and brown bodies right. um, and I've always been on the fence about the whole three strike rule and me and my cousins were talking about this earlier today about it, and at first, you know, I was really like, I, I, I get why a lot of people who frown upon people being advocates of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, a, I'm not an opponent of the three strike rule because mm-hmm. I feel like, dog, if you doing three, if you've done three things, mm-hmm. then you ain't got a business beyond these streets, personally. Uh-huh. But I have an issue with the sentencing uh-huh. that comes with it. Yeah. That's the issue that I have, and, and I feel as though and the sentencing discrepancies. That's right? what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking because about. Discrepancies like, in right. That's exactly what I'm talking Niggas, about. Niggas, right. you look. It's too many times where black people and white people have done the exact, exact same, same thing, thing, exact same crime, exact same category, right. and, and then the 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 sentencing discrepancy. It's like three crazy. times as much. Right. That's crazy. the part. That's the part I have an issue. I don't have a problem yeah. with the three um three strikes because yeah. I feel like if you fucked up three times, then yeah, maybe you need to be rehabilitated. Which is another thing, because yes. I feel as though jail is not really rehabilitation. Oh, come on. But I'm glad you brought that I up. do think that, hey, if I've done three mm-hmm. violent crimes, yes. then yeah, I, I need some help. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, because truth be told, if somebody were to do something with Dara, I don't, and I, somebody has sent me this video mm-hmm. of Joe Biden back in the day, and he was just talking about, and I feel like he was very passionate uh, about, I'm not going to sit here and say Joe, Joe Biden is like the best thing, like, the sliced bread. I'm not going to say that, but he's the best thing we got right now. Right. And he was just talking about. He was and he was very candid. He was just like, you know what? If something happens to my family, 
and somebody does something, I don't care what led them to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm more focused on what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to worry about what their childhood and their upbringings and what led them to do that. But guess mm-hmm. what? If somebody murdered somebody that you love, you mm-hmm. don't care about, oh, they was beat as a child or, mm-hmm. oh, they were they came from poverty and things like that. You don't give a fuck about that. You, right. This person murdered my family. I mm-hmm. want them to get the, the, the book thrown at them Bury them under the jail, right. and you know, call it a day. At that point, you don't. Yeah, I don't care, and right. so, and I think he was very candid, and I don't think a lot of people are used to that. And I maybe I'm sound like a very like pro Joe Biden, and I'm not honestly, but I get it though, and I just don't think that a lot of people are that candid mm-hmm. about it. And I was also thinking about like a lot of people were talking about when he kept saying like, "Oh, you vote if you don't vote for me, you're not black." Black people do that though, and I maybe. Black people, I mean, maybe him being white, he shouldn't say that. He shouldn't say that. But guess what? Black people will frown, turn a brow up mm-hmm. where you see a, a black person who's an advocate of Trump. Mm-hmm. You're looking at them like they got motherfucking three heads. Yeah, not all skin folk are kin folk. I think that there's certainly a, I think there's certainly a space for black people to cri- be able to critique other black people. Absolutely. Things. I mean, the same way that we say nigga. Like, I say yeah. nigga all the time. So but, who? like, Joe Biden could never say nigga. Absolutely. And so it's the same thing. It's like Joe Biden, as a white man, does not take up space to be able to determine my blackness. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more so along that line. Oh, absolutely. He's out of pocket when he says yeah. it. But I'm just saying, I but just if you really... I just shut the fuck up for the next six Say less. Months. Say less. So we, yeah. could, so we could vote for him. Like, yeah, damn, shut less. the fuck up. But uh, Kamala, so, yeah, definitely her record. But I wanted to say it's, you know... I think that we most certainly can critique and hold people accountable for the things that they've done. Absolutely. Without, and simultaneously say that we're going to move forward with her Mm -hmm. in this role and support this. Um, I think that there are certainly some things that we can all, all of us have opportunities and areas where we could be critiqued. And we are, nobody is everybody's cup of tea. Um, Even Jesus, who literally was perfect, um, had haters. Mm. Um, and so it's like even in perfection, people will still thought find right. fault or flaws. But do you think right now, like right now, is the time? Like just knowing like the severity of what's going on, what's at stake. Mm-hmm. Like right now, in my opinion, I get why people are like you know what we know her track record. Yeah. Whether or not she's like one hundred percent for the people, whatever. That's we know what's at stake. So do we? Kind of like not necessarily ignore it, but right now just put it to the side. Yeah, and I think and like get behind that right now. Let's let's get behind her. Yes, I think that's the message. Exactly what you're saying. It's like yes, you can critique, and certainly we should, but that shouldn't be the focal at this point, right? When she was running for candidacy to be the Democratic uh, pick, okay, absolutely. But now that that's not it, I'm not saying that that the role absolves it. It's like, we've done that and now we need to build coalition mm-hmm. around ensuring right. that we can get this motherfucking nut out of the White House. So vote, guys. Yes. And vote and right. So vote we, right. So we said all that to say, like, yeah. your vote matters. Please make sure that you go out there. Yeah. A non-vote in this situation right now is pretty much a vote in the opposite. Absolutely. Right now. Yes. That's how tight it's going to be. Silence is compl- complacency. Yeah. Speaking of um, another thing that has made, um, this is like as we're shouting out black excellence. Mm-hmm. And um, so Kamala Harris as the vice presidential nominee mm-hmm. or selection 
for the Democratic Party first black woman, um, aka first fam. We're going to transition to the first black man to be a. Um, Appointed to the position of uh, a, uh, NFL uh, president of a team for the Washington, Washington. No Names, the Washington team, Washington yes, football the team, the Washington football team. He's wow. he's frat. Um, so shout out to him. This nigga, uh, what happened? He frat. He is. He frat. He is. You know All right, mean, I'm gonna let you have it. I'm gonna let you have it. Thank you. I really that. appreciate that. I'm gonna let um, you have that. So I mean, right yeah, now, two big milestones, two huge, huge, huge. No, um, okay, 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 okay. So as we talk about these milestones, and I don't want to diminish what, what these people are accomplishing, but I really want to talk about, go back to Kamala. Uh-huh. Like, does it take away what she's, the, the accomplishment, when we kind of know mm-hmm. why it's being done? And the w- reason why I say that, like, I mean, I think the, the Washington team is a little bit different. Well, Well, you could say, like, right now, how society is, how sensitive it is, how now people are being so socially aware of making sure things are equal. I wish you guys could see my little italicis in there or whatever, but... Um, I want to say his name. That's uh, Brother Jason Wright. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Let's put some respect on his name. Mm-hmm. But it's like, Joe Body, even before everything, even when he was running, like when he was going against uh, Kamala... He was like, you know what? He was going to choose an African-American woman to be his running mate. Mm-hmm. And then, I, I, again, I don't want to take anything away from her, but I kind of feel like he's doing it not so much, oh, because she is the most capable, the most qualified person. That's not to say she's not qualified for mm-hmm. it, but she's. Uh, if he had not made that, and I respect the fact that he did stand true to what he said he was going to do, because yeah. clearly our president yeah. has not done that. Yeah. But did he do that because, oh, he felt as though this is what America needs? Is he doing that because, oh, he feels as though this is what he needs to succeed and what he's going to do? And does that necessarily take away from what's happening right now? Like, if I tell you six months from now, oh, I'm going to hire an African-American to do something, but and then I get all these people who are also absolutely qualified to also be in that position, but... I stand true to that. Does that now make it like, oh, I'm only doing it because I said I was going to do it and not necessarily because she's the most qualified person to do it? So I think that there's something to be said about somebody who keeps the word. Oh, yeah. I think also she – this is the question. Who's really qualified to fucking – run the free world who's qualified to be that and like who's qualified to be the person that in the event that something right. happens right so but i do think that she has a history of um she is a senator she has been an attorney general she is a uh world-class lawyer right she's had experiences that support it um to support her time doing uh the work and leading things mm-hmm. and so I, I think the other thing that really the selection did beyond being a person of the word is it demonstrated to him that he's able to work with adversaries and put personal things aside mm-hmm. because Kamala was coming for his she was. neck she was on the yeah, debates um, on the debate yeah and so it's like okay now that we're past that mm-hmm. and I've and I've earned the nomination I get that. Like can like right. I can build bridges and, and unite, which I think really that's what we need. We need somebody who is able to like 
take the take the punches, and then say like, okay, this is done. How do that, we a, exactly? Right. How do I extend the right. olive branch, or how do we still connect and build together? Right. A reason why I guess I ask that is because I I don't think she ran the best presidential campaign when she was running for it. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, so it's just like. You didn't run the best campaign, so are you not? And I'm just, like, I feel like I'm like backtracking, but does she make the best VP? Like, if you read a, like a really bad, I think she read a really bad campaign. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I feel like she never got the people really behind her. I feel like when she was getting momentum, she kind of like tried to play like this. Oh, I'm really black centric. Like, oh, I smoke pot in college. Yeah, I listened to I, Tupac I, I and all this stuff. Like, too. it was just, it was so, it was too much. And I, I feel felt like, that too. I felt like she wanted to be, she was trying to be too black. Yeah. It's like, bitch, we know you black. You went to you Howard. You're right. You don't you understand it. Pot. Like, yeah. who hasn't? Like, like, but I also think that that's because she also decided to marry a white man too. So I think that, the, and she also knows about her record mm-hmm. as attorney general. So I think that there's certainly like that balancing act that's, right. com- that's coming out. And I want to say this. Yes. She is mixed, but we see her as black. Yes, she married a white man. It is what it is. Whatever. Right. But I do certainly think that that played a role in the way that she went about mm-hmm. doing things. I agree. Um. So, yeah, I think there's certainly some areas to look at. But um, certainly, I think she would have been fair. She wasn't my pick. I wanted him to actually go with Val Demings. I think mm-hmm. that she was was the better candidate for a black woman. Um, I really wanted her to go. I uh, really want him to go with uh, Atlanta, honestly. Lance, Keisha, Keisha, yeah, Keisha, yeah. But now nah, it's yes. all good, though. It's all good. But I'm super excited. Yeah. So I mean, I hope it just works out, and that's like how I feel right now. You know, I'm gonna trust that he has his experts mm-hmm. around him who's done polls and surveys and just analysis and everything like that, and they they decided that this was the best bet. Uh, for him and you know for him to be successful because that's what we really need right now really is about who uh, jo- uh, voting for him yeah so okay so i mean i guess this is actually a great segue into what we really want to talk about um tonight mm-hmm. as as far as like we talked about uh kamala and you know us rallying behind her giving us the support even though we not necessarily agree with everything she's done in her you know her political career or legal career but just really about you know we really want to emphasize on right now how women, black women, mm-hmm. are being, and we talked about this before, as far as being supported and um, respected and just like really, 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 really protected. And I think like with, and we talked about uh, the whole Megan and Tori, and I think like with more stuff is coming out and her being more vocal about what's going on right now, what what actually transpired, even though right now it's still a lot of ambiguity in my opinion, because it really is, like, I still can't get a clear picture of the, like, really the sequence of events. Like, we know that nigga shot her. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody can argue or make a justification as to why he shot her or why it was even remotely okay with it, but again, we just don't know, because I think, like, at first we were like, well, did she get shot in the car? Did she get shot out of the mm-hmm. car? Did she get shot by the party? And she got in the car? Did she get shot as she was getting out of the car, walking away, and you know, so it's all kinds of things. But she's been but more vocal. Isn't it crazy though that doesn't matter? <laughs> there are so many people still questioning, yeah, still questioning it, and it comes back to how we show up and support like black women. Black women. Like why does why what? Why do does it do? matter? Do you remember that Dave Chappelle, uh, that Dave Chappelle skit around R. Kelly, and it was like the only way that I'm gonna believe that R. Kelly that it was R. Kelly in the video, it was like. 
his grandmother was going to have to be on the stand mm. after with her hand on the Bible, reciting his name, identifying him with his social security number while he was pissing on the girl, right? Like, mm-hmm. it was like all these things that were, we needed to say like, oh, yeah. Everything. R. Kelly was, is that, like, that was him yeah. doing that versus a, a black woman being Say, like, he did it. He did it. And I mean, obviously, when we were talking about the repercussions that come with that, like, mm-hmm. there needs to be more than people simply saying, like, somebody did it. But I think to the point that you're saying, um, black women just simply are not believed mm-hmm. um, and supported. And there's this other, the other thing that's like very much in line with that. So you have Meg Thee Stallion that's having to, you know, come on social media, social media to tell her story. And 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 I, the part that that like kind of hit me is when she talked about, like I was a, I could have turned him in, mm-hmm. but I was afraid because I'm thinking to myself, everything that's going on, mm-hmm. there's a gun in the car. He just shot me. We got George Floyd. We have. All, you know, Aubrey, we have all these people. We got people in the car with us. Who are dying, yeah. who are getting shot and killed by police. And the police mm-hmm. are here. They're being really aggressive. Do, like, I just shouldn't say anything because I don't want to escalate the situation because right. I don't know how this is going to end. That even in that moment, while mm-hmm. she's bleeding out. Barely can stand. Barely can stand. Where the cops, were, where the doctors were like, yo, you're really lucky that this didn't hit, like, major mm, artery arteries artery. or things. But, like... That she's still thinking and conscious that's scary. and protecting black a yeah, black man. No, that, that that's that's the scary part about it, though. Honestly, wherein you have to think about all those things when your life is at risk. That the people that who are here paid to protect you, mm-hmm. that you're at risk. I'm the victim right here, and I might be at risk. The people with me who have nothing to do with this are at risk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he shot me. I don't want him to lose his life over it. Mm-hmm. But if I do something, I could potentially lose my life. And there have been people who have been the protector in the situation who was trying to help the situation, and the police have been called, and because of the, their skin color, their build, how they look or whatever, the police come into the situation automatically assuming that they are the person that the cops were called on to get. And the person that is who looks like the victim or whatever, who is really the assailant, is the one who's being protected by the police. Like it's it's countless though, honestly. Like yes, it's, really? it was it was a, a, a it was a story. Yes. About the um the police ba- officer. It was a bouncer. It was a bouncer. So a, a bouncer. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I I don't remember the person's name. I'm sorry, guys. But anyway, so apparently a bouncer was in a club, obviously, doing his job. People was being outraged. He told the people to leave. The guy left. The guy was drunk, whatever, left. Came back with a gun. Mm-hmm. The guy came out of the gun. The bouncer saw him, approached him, ran him away. Chased after him. People called the police officers. The police came. The guy had, had kind of like apprehended the guy with the gun or whatever. But the cops killed the bouncer. Killed the bouncer. And it was just only because, in my opinion, he was the black guy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean. It's so crazy. It is very crazy. So, Jack, for her to have to think about all that um, while dealing with that is super crazy. And lastly, it comes back to, again, the Kiki Palmer situation that's coming up with a Trey, Trey songs. songs. And how Kiki Palmer put out the statement a while ago saying, like, this is my experience with Trey Songs. Mm-hmm. And people were, like, coming for Kiki. Like, no, no. why are you saying this? No, it didn't happen. And Kiki's like, look, I ain't got no reason to lie on that nigga. Like, mm-hmm. what he eat don't make me shit. This was my experience. It happened. 
And people were really questioning her story. And it wasn't until two white girls came back and was like, we've had a very similar experience mm. that people were like, oh, we really need to look at like Trey Songs. Um, but are they really looking at him, though? Because I feel like he, like, what brought this whole story up mm-hmm. was about, and I don't know these little hoes' names, honestly. I hate to say it. But, mm-hmm. like, and I'm going to call her a hoe because, like, she had, like, hoish mannerisms, her behavior, her, like, zero care of the activities she was doing. So, fucking sue me. But anyway, so, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I sent you the story or whatever. Or maybe you sent me the story. Right, uh, it was a girl. It was on somebody's podcast or whatever. And she was talking about how she had um, had, had sex with one of the uh, athletes. Or, well, excuse me. She had sex with one of the people who worked on the team. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up giving, like, seven uh, of the team members blowjobs. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then from that situation, she started talking about her encounter with Trey Songz. Talk about she's not shy. She's not shy. Shit like that. Yes. And then from yeah, and then from the whole Trey Songz, that's when she was talking about how Trey Songz pretty much, like, did an R. Kelly on her and was, like, didn't let her leave. Mm-hmm. Like, held her phone and her wallet to her and stuff yes. like that. Basically, not allowing her to leave the, uh, the hotel and was just, like, kept fucking her, like, like, like until he, he was ready to leave mm-hmm. when he was down with her. And so, like, all of these things are happening, and I think that's what also brought up the whole Kiki Palmer thing, because yes. Kiki was like, niggas, like, I was telling y'all about my situation with him, and y'all was, like, looking at me like, we And y'all cool. was looking at me crazy. And then this girl comes around, and everybody, but what bothered me the most, honestly, it was like, the title of the article, the title of the thing was more about her blowing seven guys off, but the title didn't say anything about... Trey Song's behavior. And I felt as though when I was listening to it, it was like after she got past all that part, which was like, okay, girl, you a little extreme for me. And she was not a bad looking girl, but you can tell like she just looked like the typical Kim Kardashian. Like, I want to be be honest with you. But the fact it was that nobody was really focusing on the fact that she was like held hostage, honestly, by Trey Song. And it was like, okay. Kind of thing. And the guy, even the host was just like, he talked about it, but it was just not like, are you serious? Like, he really did that? Like, it was no disgust. Mm-hmm. He was more disgusted with her blowing seven guys on, but, but it was nothing wrong with the fact yes. that what Trey Song was doing. And that bothered me the most. Right. Honestly, like. And I think it just comes back to, like, uh, the uh, privilege that maleness has and how things are normalized and. We just got to, we really have to do that better. That should be normalized, though. But, and I, and, yeah. but it's going to take all of us to say, like, dude, like, that's not cool. That's not cool. But, uh, yeah, that, 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 like, man, I couldn't stop thinking about that one, though. Just the reaction behind that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, when she was talking at first, I was like, are you serious? Like, and you just saying it so openly. But when we got past that and we were talking about all this other stuff, I was just like, look, Trey Song can have any joint. Like, why are you doing this? Like, R. Kelly, why are you doing this? Like, but I think another another opportunity to, to where you see how patriarchy and, and the privilege that comes with that is normalized. You look at the song. Speaking of coming back to make the same, mm-hmm. you look at the song. Why? Ah, what ass pussy, right? I mean, of course. Like I love the shit. Is you got a Houston girl Meg doing her thing. Um, I really fuck with it. But there's been such a huge backlash, backlash around the song coming from men mm-hmm. around why or women, and you know, and some women too, but men around mm-hmm. the song and how, what is it talking about? 
the crazy thing is if they sampled the song that talks about there's some hoes in this house. Mm -hmm. And I saw this tweet that was like, I found it crazy that people have so much to say about WAP, but it's the same niggas that know every lyric to, every word to the lyric to slob on your knife. Right. Mm. And I said, hmm. Hmm. Same niggas that got something to say about WAP is the same niggas that know every every word to slob on your mm. knob. Because I know every lyric to slob. Like corn yeah. on, on the car. car. Check, Check in with, with me and, and do your job. job. Right? But, I, but that's real. But I, I, I also believe that, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a strong advocate of that. Guess what? And you can agree with me or not, but I, I do think that men hold, it's a double standard. There's no question around that. It's absolutely a double standard. And I I want to believe that men hold women to a different standard than we hold ourselves. Whether or not that's right or wrong, it's just it's the truth. Parents do it to their kids, honestly. Do as mm-hmm. I say, not as I do. Honestly. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's the same logic. Like, But is that an antiquated notion of thinking about things? No, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm mm-hmm. just telling you that's really reality is. Right. Whether or not reality is right is completely different. But I do think that men... Think just about bodies. Like, when people talk about, oh, a nigga can, like, give somebody that, oh, yeah, you smashed a joint on the first night kind of thing. But if you hear a girl do that, you're like, really? You a hoe. Right. But no no nigga's ever going to tell his man, oh, you a hoe because you did that. Like, but, you know, even girls are like, you what? You know what I mean? Like, don't go home with him kind of thing. No nigga's going to tell you not to go home with him kind of thing. Matter of fact, we hockey was just talking about that. We were just talking yes. about that. And I was going in, too. I was like, that's a weak-ass nigga. Yes. And I was like, why is he weak? I was like, fuck you mean, why is he weak? <laughs> what the fuck you mean, why is he No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like, that that there certainly are um, notions that we, as a society, uh, have, perpetuate, mm-hmm. and continue to place right. on certain things. It, I think it's just, it's, it's, it's great to, for the conversation to come up and for us to push ourselves on how we mm-hmm. think about it, um, even if it doesn't change today. Um, but the fact that you think like, damn, like right. you're right. Like, yo, dude, mm-hmm. you know, you 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 be so proud to sing Sabri and Ab, and so why can't she talk about her wet ass pussy? pussy? Right. And, and honestly, like, mm-hmm. just let her sing it. And let if your girl great. is excited or whoever is excited about the song and it gets them ready to put that wet ass pussy on you, you should be lit. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Megan. Thank right. you, Cardi. Like, honestly. But you know, at the end of the day, the people have spoken, and that turned out to be Meg's second number one single. Oh, yeah. That's when hit. Yeah. After a Savage Remix featuring Beyonce. And so, um, that's, it hit number one. Mm. I like the video. It man. went it gold. Very, like, yeah. it's like literally like in yeah. a week or two weeks. It that went, was crazy. It went gold. It hit number one. Cardi um, had her had another number one mm-hmm. and Meg Thee Stallion became the first female rapper to have um, a number one song that she wrote mm. um, after like the first week. Right. Like it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy. So I'm, I'm going to send her, continue to send her good juju out there. Right. I hope she heals well because I don't know if y'all saw that bit, uh, that picture of her foot because that shit was fucked up. It was. And they was like picking out the yes. bullets and stuff. That, was, that really was wild. Yeah, that jump was crazy. But yeah, so we said all that to say uh, shout out to Black Excellence mm-hmm. and also um, shout out to just us showing up better for black women. Yeah. And I know there's some other people out there that's like, oh, there's other people that need our support. But honestly, like what they say, like black women 
are the most undervalued. Undervalued, I believe. I believe that. Absolutely. So we just want to say, like, we support you. Um, We already had a whole episode around, like, what does quote-unquote support Mm -hmm. look like and mean, but we just want to continue to know that, uh, want you all to know as listeners that, like, we're not perfect, but we definitely support you. Absolutely. And one of the places that we support the most is in the strip club. Oh, yeah, because, oh, when we go to the strip club, we show love, love. no judgment, no ju- hey, free. Regardless of why you dancing, because I don't care. Yeah, I respect it. I tuition, respect the trade. Tuition, pay your light bills, pay your child care, cause your nigga not there. Buy you a, a motherfucking Wendy's double stack. It don't matter. Get off. Oh, strip for you. Second income, hmm. cause you really a lawyer. Dual stream, dual stream, dual income. We I get love it. it. No, but that us, uh, we love you. And we also like that new show. That yeah, we, we watched love. P Valley. We, we live late. It. We are late, but we are late. you know, because we slept on it. But it was actually a pretty good show. Shout out to my little Zachariah. I saw you on there. I was so lit to see you. I'm so proud of you. Chasing after your dreams, um, relentlessly hunting them down. Hey, Mississippi, say what's up. Hey, <laughs> hey, you follow. Hey, hey, you follow her. I follow on her Instagram. Before. Yeah, I even know. Am I crooked letter? Crooked letter. Ah, crooked letter. Crooked letter. Ah. Hump back, hump back. Ah, uh, okay, I got yeah, you. Hump yeah, back, hump back. Ah, yeah. Follow my um big cousin. Excellent, excellent, excellent. excellent. No, cool show, cool yeah, show. Yeah, it was really good. People have been telling me about it, but it was a, it was good. Yeah, five yeah. black shows to watch that are not insecure. Since there's some time mm-hmm. off, definitely watch Insecure, P Valley. Um, there's the new show with Journey Smollett. Um. Oh shit! But it's, somebody don't watch no TV, dang it! You know all the shows. Well, because I heard about it. It's uh, the, I know Power come back on soon. Power two point oh. Yeah, Power two point oh. Um, absolutely, it's the new show with Journey Smoulet, and it is called. Um, I know that you've heard about it. No, I ain't heard about that, John. Yes, you have. It's the one where it's um, it's like the end of the world. What's it called? Oh, Lovecraft Country. Oh, I have heard of that jump, but I didn't watch it I yet. I haven't watched it either. Um, I've heard of that jump. 20-somethings, um, and then there's one other show like on BET. Man, I've just been watching anime, dog. Stop playing with me, dog, on Netflix, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, yeah. I'm not in you know, Yeah, I know you're not in anime, dog. I don't watch anime. Grow up, grow up. Yeah, grow up. Grow up. Note to self, grow up. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, other things that you've really been investing a lot of time in, Let's talk about your shoe fetish. Duh, I don't know where this hole came from. It, it, like, came, it came out of nowhere. It came fast. came fast, but I've spent so much money on shoes, y'all. Talk about, talk about um, the shoes you caught. So first of all, I've been taking a lot of L's on sneakers. Fuck you, sneakers. Have a nice day. So like, because I've been taking so many L's on sneakers, I've been doing uh, these shoe wheels on Instagram. Tell the people what they are. So, Shoe Will on Instagram is pretty much like this virtual ra- uh, raffle where you get, it's it's three guys who do it. Shout out to um, Retro Rico, Retro Rick, and Shoe Butler. They all on, uh, you can all, not, yeah, I think they are cousins, but yeah, you can find them all on Instagram, whatever. Just, you know, add them. Yo, one day when we get big enough from our podcast, like, we have to, like, charge people to do these shout-outs. Shout-out. Because we'll be dropping Exactly. Them. No, they can drop us some shoes, motherfucker. But anyway, so, yeah. So, they had these um these wheels. And the wheels got, like, different number of slots on it. You can buy as many slots as you want that's available. 
be a roller wheel. If it lands on your name, you land, you, you, um, you be able to get the shoe. Mm-hmm. And so I've been on that jump. I won four times so far. And so Ooh. like it be shoes that you can't get no more because I've been taking so many motherfucking L's right. on like sneakers and uh, finish line and Foot Locker and shit like that. So I got like fuck. I, I landed a motherfucking uh, Flint's the blue jumps because mm-hmm. um, they got some other joints that's coming out, but then I call Flint's. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Royal Toe Joints. Speaking of Royal Toes, um, if anybody has a connect on the Air Jordan 1 Retro Hot OG's NRG Gold Toes, please uh, DM us. We would appreciate that. And by us, I mean me Red. and us. I need them in a size 11. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Thank mm-hmm. you. Again, that's the Air Jordan 1 Retro Hot OG Energy Gold Toes. That's a patent leather Black and gold. This nigga really reading it for the screen so y'all get the title yeah, exactly right. Sure. Because there's also, remember I told y'all yes, that like, there's also the 2018, um, no, those are the 2018 All-Star we can release. Yes. That's what those are. But there's not, those are the patent leather ones. I don't want people to confuse those with the um, Carmelo Anthony's. Right. The black and gold Carmelo Anthony's. I want to make sure... That we all on the same page. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Who got that juice. Who got that juice. And for like. Not for what they trying to charge. Retail price, nigga. Yeah, like nobody's yeah, doing. We, nobody's, yeah, we'll pay for shipping. Yeah. Nobody's doing these $998. Absolutely not. I, I, I have not gotten to the point where I could pay like a, above retail. Like I can do like $15 over retail because yeah. I'm just talking about like shipping. Yeah. It makes me feel better about myself. But I can't do like double the. The most I can do is fifty dollars, and I do that as a service. Right. I'm like, oh, you stood in line for me. Exactly. You You did your networking. Like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. But like, no, like niggas is paying like crazy money. Like that's wild. Nah, I can't do that. Yeah, that's super wild. But yes, so those are the shoes. Okay, it's hard as no, it's hard as fuck to find shoes now, though. What's the other shoe that you got? So I got the Smoke Grace. Uh huh. So that's the Royal Toes. The Royal Toes. Uh, oh, motherfucking Bel Air. So the Fresh Prince Bel Air joint. Oh, Bel Air's okay. And um, the Zen Green joint. So they they like like just sway. They almost look like the motherfucking Pine Greens, but they're a little bit more like uh, Ninja Turtle Green. Yeah. Really dope as fuck. But not the Pine Greens. Not the Pine Greens. I can't get the Pine Greens. Like I can't find them no more. Because mm. those joints dropped right before the motherfucking um. Royal Toes, and so somebody had them joints. That was actually the first L I took during Corona. Like, mm-hmm. Corona, like, really, like, fucked up the game for people who trying to get shoes, like, real talk. Like, I don't know if everybody bought a motherfucking bot or what, but I just, like, until August hit, I was not able to land shit on motherfucking um, sneakers at. Oh, and I also got some Converse, and, like, Nike been doing because Nike uh, and Adidas and whatever they kind of like whatever no Converse excuse me they've been doing this thing where they they are developing shoes from recyclables mm-hmm. and so like fifty percent of the shoe is made from recyclable material so I did give me some Converse off them joints them joints was hot they were yeah these joints hot they they feel like motherfucking trash on your feet do they but I mean they feel like trash like you feel it. It feels like my, like the soul and everything mm-hmm. like that feels like plastic and not like your rubber and stuff like that. But on your feet, the joint is dope. Like somebody gave me a compliment. I'm like, yeah, you see me. Hey, you see me. Hey, you see me out here, kid. But yeah, I was I was I was boosted when I got them joints though. 
I love yeah. that. I'm gonna have to show you them joints. Them joints like no. I also want my push shrunk too though. What are you wearing now? A ten and a half. I can wear like a ten. I can wear a ten, ten and a half, and eleven depending on the cut. Though, honestly, but I think I'm like I'm a solid ten, ten and a half now. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of shoes in eleven. I'm still gonna rock them joints though. You got to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, but, but yeah. that's because you haven't been like moving like normal. That's what it is. So my foot not. So your foot's not mm-hmm. doing what it normally does. Yeah. You got to think about that. One day we're gonna get back out there in the in the streets. You gotta get you a Peloton. Whole time. Yeah, okay. I love I love the Peloton. You love the Peloton. You be burning calories so much. Crazy. The only thing is like okay, you get a Peloton. Yes. And then, first of all, your 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 gym membership. Hella expensive anyway. Yes. So cancel that hoe. Uh-huh. Get you a Peloton. Like you work out, everything on yes. the joint. Boom. Right. But the thing that I need more than anything is I need the weights at the gym. Mm. That's the I mean, most important you, part. You are muscular though. You naturally muscular though. Right. Like However, shoulders. but you need tone. You could be natural. Your bills can be there, and then you, but you gotta tone right. it and cut it. So I get you. I but get no, you. I really do want a Peloton. But you also know my situation right now, so it's like. You mm. get a Peloton yeah. for a, a right, year right, situation, right, right. situation, and then it's like, uh, uh what am I going to do with it? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that bitch is heavy, too, so heavy. I can only imagine trying to, like, ship that shit. It'd be wild, right? Yeah, nah. Exactly. Nah, I'm good. But I see you on there. Oh, yeah, I'll be on that joint every day. Yo, you love your Peloton. I love that joint. But every me, time I see you, Me and Derry be fighting. What you mean? Because it's like, we got to be like, yeah. At night, we gotta be like, all right, so get up. exactly like, all right, what's up? But why don't y'all just get two? You said y'all wanted two. Y'all should because just get two. Because that whole cost so much. Is it really that expensive? Uh, it's joint's like three. No. It's like, like two. It's like two thousand, and we paid for that joint like no, it's cash. not. Yeah, you can do it on plan. I was like, I don't like owing people money though, so I was just like, dog, just pay that joint off. Worry about it later. Wow. Yeah, that joint is that joint is not cheap. Mm. Not cheap. It's, no. I wonder what makes them so expensive. I don't know, and the thing is, the them joints in back order. It's the brand. It's the brand. It's the no, no, I'm telling you, it's like a, it's a culture. Yeah, it's a fucking it's like culture. Soul cycle. It, it is exactly what it's it is. It's a cult. It's exactly yeah. what it is. Like, and then the quarantine made it pop. Oh, their stock went up really good. I don't want to talk about stocks though, because I should have bought Tesla. I know. I like. Te- oh, did you know Tesla's done really well and Apple? Yes, Apple and all them big 60% joints. Sixty percent. Increase in profits over quarter three. Yeah, quarter three. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I just can't fathom. Like, I can't like even became, though right, yeah. Apple became the first company valued at two trillion dollars. So they were the first company valued at one trillion dollars. that. And now recently they've just been valued at two trillion dollars. The stock is just too much now. Like a, a lot. I, I just get, we just got to find the next wave and just hop on that hole when it's early and just. Hope for the best. But what is it? I don't know, bro. I don't know. But I be looking. I be researching. Okay. But okay. I can't do Netflix. They too high. I'm, I can't do Amazon. Them too high. I missed out on motherfucking um Tesla. I should have bought Tesla when they was at three fifty. And now they at what? Three, like two thousand. Two thousand. They, they bro. They was at three fifty in mid March. Mm-hmm. Mid March, you was at three hundred and fifty. I was waiting for them to hit three hundred. And then played what? myself. They hit like three forty three, mm-hmm. and then start just going up. Yeah, and I should just bought, but I was just like, all right, they gonna drop down a little bit. Should have bought when it was like a five. So many Play things. It just because you just don't know. That's the it thing. You just don't know. know. And I I don't do options. Everybody's been hopping on options, but that's just too volatile for me. And just because of the nature of my job, just I, I, buy the stock. Yeah, just buy the stock. But buy the stock. 
is three hundred and forty three dollars, yeah. and I own one stock. Right, and be great. But or I, here's three thousand four hundred and thirty dollars, and then I own. 10 stocks. 10 stocks, right. But now you could take three. Oh my God, let's talk about that. For $3,430, you could have owned 10 stocks. Mm-hmm. The stock right now is worth how much? For who? Tesla. Uh, $2,000. $2,000. I turn in my 100 stocks, and it would be worth exactly. $200,000. You would have taken $3,430 and made $200,000. That's wild. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Right? Nobody, you can predict that. Though. Nobody is thinking that somebody's stock is going to go up $1,700 in less than six months. It's not even September yet. Mm-hmm. You, you just, it's unprecedented. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, even, even Elon Musk was like, oh, my stock cost, like, Shit's too high. He even said it. But that's that's just the nature. But you know, he 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 tiptoeing around the things he's saying now because mm-hmm. they smacked his ass oh, with yeah. that fine when he was trying to talk. Oh yeah, that shit. SEC. Yeah, it's like nah, nigga, yeah, shut you, your you, ass up. You, you, you disclosing you too much. Disclosing too much. Yeah, man. That's so, so great. yeah, man. Yo, we're I, we're we're so excited to come come together. Um, the last thing that we're gonna talk about is we're gonna talk about. I know this is like a hodgepodge. Um, just cause shit, that's what life is, a motherfucking hodgepodge. 2020 has been a hodgepodge. Yes. So, um, we talked about this and, um, a couple of things. So, Big Cousin just posted something on his Facebook and it said, um, basically, uh, motherfuckers out here not qualified to give relationship advice. Mm. Um, I'm not gonna get into that. First of all, I posted that shit. Years ago, and you brought it back. And I brought it back. It was on my little flashback yes. joint. Yes, yes. And yes. then it, it, it gained more. It gained energy. But um, I don't want to get into that specifically. But it led us to a different conversation. They said, "Don't get married before." Mm. So it talks about some things that you should um, don't get married before you do these things in your relationship. So I'm going to read through them, and then we could pick one or a couple to talk about. And then since you have been um, in a relationship for the past 73 years, you could talk about... I hate you. What makes the most sense? Or like, what do you agree with or what resonates with you? Got you. So, don't get married before. Mm-hmm. One, talk about debt. Two, fully and willingly committing to one another. No, I'm not sure. And what ifs? And it's not the right time. You're either in or you're out. Three, when and how many kids y'all want adoption? Or mm-hmm. is one infertile or no kids? Mm-hmm. Talk about your five to ten year timeline regarding your career and education. Can you move willingness to relocate? Mm. Six, levels of religiosity. Openness to growth, lack thereof. Mm. Do you share fundamental core beliefs about life? We just talked about that with TT today. Yes. Anger management issues. Do one of you struggle? Are you in therapy for it? Taking it out on others. Seek help because it will destroy you and the future of your children. Energy. Does it match? Follow your guts. Clothing. It may seem like a small problem, but small things eventually add up. Make sure your expectations match one another to full comfort. Age. Doesn't matter, but... Is a person too young, too old? Mm-hmm. Finances. 
How do you intend on splitting bills, gender roles, uh, taking the parents in during old age, mm. etc.? Social media. Do you believe in this? Some people prefer to share. Some people prefer not to follow. Do you do you care? Nineteen. Love is oh, not shit, what keeps 19? relationships going. There's another one. Love does is not what keeps relationship going. An active commitment to love, despite downfalls, keeps it going. There is no such thing as happily ever after. Get out of that mindset. Mm. Okay. Wow. That's a whole episode in itself. Real mm-hmm. talk. But okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So, so we can we can talk 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 about it like now. Okay. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. then we could like go into the conversation later for an episode another episode. Whatever. So um. I think one of the first, let's talk about debt. Cause I think that and, uh, my man, uh, Darian probably would want to talk about this a lot. Cause we always talk about this as far as like, what's one of the major driving forces behind driving forces. Where I come over that. Well, uh, one of the main reasons why people get divorced mm-hmm. and it's finances. And I think finances and debt go hand in hand clearly. And, I think a lot of people don't either. They don't really think about th- their debt, and they don't think about necessarily their debt once they're with somebody. And it doesn't mean that necessarily become your debt per se. Like it's not my name into it, but if your person mm-hmm. is tied to that, it kind of impacts your lifestyle. You know what I mean? So like if if you come into a situation and a person owns owes like a hundred thousand dollars in student loans, and they were struggling before that you guys got together, I mean. The expectation, I mean, the reality is they're going to be struggling afterwards, honestly, because you, you guys are both coming in with your own level of debt, period. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, well, that's debt that you accumulate before. I had nothing to do with it. It's not something that we discussed. Oh, we didn't talk about you going back to school to get your doctorate and stuff like that. This is shit that you thought about doing. And now we're both on the hook. We can't get a house together because our debt to income ratio is too, too high, high or too low, whatever. And so, yeah, those are things that you really want to talk about before, um, you know, you decide you want to get married or really be in a a relationship. And, I mean, debt is part of life, though. Honestly, you know, education is an investment. Mm-hmm. You own a home is an investment. You have kids. It's kind of an investment. I mean, I don't know what your return is going to be on the hoe, but it's an investment. And so you just got to talk about those things. And just it's, a, it's just a hard conversation to have. And I'm really about... Was you able, were you handling? Were you living comfortable with those new student loans? Mm-hmm. If you were, okay, it's not a big deal to me. But if you were struggling with them, I'm not sure I want to sign up for you. You know, to be dealing with your struggle. Do I want to sign up and be accountable or have to deal with you struggling? And that's just something you got to deal with and you got to talk about. So, are you saying that that's something that you should think about? And in what I heard you say is like. Think about that and then process how have they handled it without you? Yes. And then if that is if 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 it's been manageable without you, then, then it's not an issue. Then it's not an issue. It's not an issue. The well, one, let uh-huh. me go back. It, like, your manager, my manager could be different. Mm-hmm. So you also gotta think about that. Because somebody could be like, I'm managing it, but I'm not able to go on vacations. Mm-hmm. I don't really have no disposable income kind of thing. That, in my opinion, is not really managing it. You're you're surviving. And so you got to also think about what, what's our definition of managing. And mm-hmm. so if they're living a lifestyle that you're comfortable with also living, then yeah, cool. Then I, it's, not a, it's not a deal breaker to me. 
I think there's something that um, one of the things that I talked about is talk about your five to ten year plan regarding career, education, um, willingness to move and relocate. I don't think that people do that. And the reason that I don't think people do that is because I don't think that people think about their lives in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm always planning and thinking, and it wasn't until very recently that I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm willing to, like, take a position, move here, do a, what I call prison term, 24 to 36 months, to jump your career, mm-hmm. then flip back. Like, I'm willing to do that. And I never thought about when you think about been in a committed relationship, you know, particularly marriage, like really thinking about like, is a partner comfortable with doing that? With doing that? Does do, does that mean they necessarily or, have to move? Or are they supportive of the fact that yes. you're willing to do that? You yes. know, like if y'all, if you know what, my career won't allow me to do that. I've established a good career here where it's not that, oh, I can just get up and leave. I get, like if you're a doctor, just hypothetically, right. and I got a, a great clientele here, it would take me years to build that clientele somewhere mm-hmm. else, then I can get why you would not be comfortable moving, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I can't support you and we can try to figure it out um, to make it work. Yeah. So I think it's more so like, okay, if I'm not willing to do it, am I willing to work with you because you're willing to do it? And if I'm not willing to deal with long distance relationships, seeing you on the weekends or alternate and when we come see each other, then that, that is a show, or that is a showstopper. And I mean that's okay. That is completely okay. A lot of people do not believe in long distance relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, I, but I, I wonder: Do people not believe in long distance relationships if the relationship has been established? Like we met here, mm-hmm. we've been together, we're committed, we really love each other. We've been together two and a half years. An opportunity comes up, but you can't leave. I'm gonna go into right. this, right? Like, does that is that? I feel like that's very different. I think it's about trust. Mm. I think ultimately it deals with trust and just the amount of attention you think you need. Honestly, like if you're like swamped in the your amount career, amount of attention you think you need. Yeah, I mean, because you really, I mean, you 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 can survive by yourself. You can survive mm-hmm. without somebody. So it's not a attention is not something that is a necessity, in my opinion. It's, it's just something that you you want to have, and I, I I respect anybody who feels like you know what if I'm in a relationship. I want to be able to see the person that I'm with when I want to see them kind of thing. I mean, within reason. Like, mm-hmm. I can't see you all day, every day. But I, I get it. I completely get it. But you also have to just be with somebody who can, you know, who can survive a week, two weeks, three weeks without seeing you. But it's okay with text messages, phone calls right before we go to sleep. Right. You know, FaceTime here. FaceTime here. Right. Not yeah. FaceTime or, or, all day during the day, but right. you know, it's just a person I'm, that's, work. I'm at work. Well, you at work. Well, hopefully you at work. Prayerfully. You know, so yeah, I need a motherfucker busy. Yeah. If that person exactly that person's equally as busy, busy, then we can both be, you know, very productive right. and just know that, hey, I know why I can't talk to you all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I'm like not out here in the streets is because I'm working, but right. when I'm not working, I certainly try to make time. I'm not making this booty money. And a <laughs> I've been waiting to use that shit <laughs> all, all, all show. Booty money, booty money. Coochie coupons. Somebody <laughs> give me my throwing coochie coupons at me. So no, I I definitely appreciate it. Yeah. But I would love, I would love, um, and I think people, because I feel like they're always coming to you for relationship advice. I don't know why. I do, I do get like mean, obviously talk. you know why. Y'all been together for seventy nine years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm flattered. I like, and I, I say this all the time. Like, I don't want to be anybody's like relationship goes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because it's just we're just two different people. Honestly, I think me mm. and Dara are two different people. We're in you, you, where y'all work, where we work. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, but we work. No, I, I'm not saying we're two different people as far as each other. We are absolutely different, but we're also two different people as far as like the person who's oh, coming the relationship to us. Exactly, our relationship yeah. is different. Yes, you know? because. Because our Dara is a very unique. Yeah, she's very unique. She is very so, unique. Works, yeah, work, works for her. Works for very few exactly, other women. Exactly, exactly. No, she's not allowing me fucking all the other joints and nothing like that. But she also doesn't require a lot of watering. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She doesn't require a lot of attention. So, But I also think that you give her so much attention yes. as well. Right. right. It's not forced. It's like, not, exactly. Right. Like, y'all actually like being yeah. around each other. Yes. Yes, yeah. which is so it's yeah. like oh yeah like, and it's genuine and you know right. that versus other people it's like I gotta look at this bitch. Right, I gotta go out with her. She wanna go out. She wanna go out. Yes. Okay, let's. That go. right yeah. there is that, a line, that, and that's real though. That she is real. She wanna go. She wanna out. go out. She wanna spend time right. with me this weekend. Like, Ooh. you know, not that I'm looking forward to yes. the weekend so I can spend time with her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is what it is. So yes, yeah, like. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I think that I think that's a great point. I think that people just see that in a society where people break up and not mm-hmm. together and da da da, for you guys to have such a lasting relationship, that it's like we'll take like what have y'all done? And right. like, we'll take anything. Right. Um, versus like you really you recognize it's like you know my person is very unique and mm-hmm. special for herself and then for me and then for our uh, relationship. Yeah. Right, and so that's not may or may not work. Like the advice that I have, or the experience exactly. that I have, the experience that we have may not necessarily be the advice that you need for yours. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think that um, you guys just are, and there's not a lot, a whole lot of people that are. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to y'all and thank you. Love. Appreciate that. Man, I'm so happy to be here with you today. I know. We haven't recorded in a minute. We hadn't. We hadn't. But Life's been busy. It really has. But we make time. We do. And we made sure that we came and we came and we talked about black excellence. We talked about black excellence in a myriad of different ways. Mm -hmm. And we also, I also love how we also found the space within celebrating black excellence um, to say like, hey, these are areas where we could do better as right. black people. We, absolutely. Yeah, I think, we, that, and really that's real to be able to do that. Okay. Um, any last words? I don't have any last words. I mean, you know, I just enjoy this time with you. Oh my god, this is awesome. You know, uh, yes. I value because a lot of things are are happening. Um, great things are happening. Yes. You know, and so again, mm-hmm. it, it takes being selfless. You know, what I mean, it takes. You know, getting outside of... <laughs> it does. It's real talk. It's real talk. You know, I could be like, oh, you're too busy right now. Uh-huh. We can't record. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I get it. Yeah. I get it. And so, you know... But let me tell you what's also so crazy. Um, We did not plan on wearing we cartoon, did not. We cartoon did. superhero shirts today. We did not. And when we saw each other, I was like, oh my oh gosh! And it's like faded yes. too. It so is. It's crazy. Listen. Yeah. And I'm just... It's so funny because everybody, see, like, everybody sees us and they're like, Really? <laughs> we hate it. We hate it. No, but no, it really is. You, I think yeah, that you so. point on something. It's like the selflessness that is required mm-hmm. in order for those, for relationships to really bloom right. in the way that they, they need to. Yeah, because it's like, no, like, I, like I'm like i used to seeing your wife like every Friday yeah. and like, boom, boom. No, I totally get it. So I'm appreciative that we have allowed the space for right. that to happen 
So it's like, oh man. Right. But it's like, I also know like our relationship will be able to withstand. Exactly. Absolutely. Which is like also even more um, solid to me because it's like, okay, it's not it's, like. Yeah, I don't have to think about this. That's, yeah, that's one less thing I want you to think about. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, damn. You know, I just. Yeah. Yes. Just don't think about that. Like, Hashtag Defrey twenty twenty exactly, um, and I keep telling you that you know when things get tough, I be like just think about think about why you're doing what you're doing. Yes, like, yes, man, that's so crazy. So. Yo, get you a real ass friend. Like that's the thing. Like that's when real. y'all, the thing that the takeaway, like everybody deserves, like everybody deserves a big cousin. Everybody deserves a Chuck. Everybody deserves a red. No, y'all don't deserve yeah, me, you do, nigga. You do. Everybody deserves like a like that person, like for real. And if you don't have that person, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, yeah, like damn. Pray on it. Pray on. Ooh. And you don't ever say. I don't. Like that. I don't. But hey, try. Well, she is. So we are gonna have to close with that. I forgot. I forgot. Fourth 